Welcome to Math Mutation, a podcast where we discuss fun, interesting, or just plain weird corners of mathematics that you would not have heard in school. Recording from Hillsboro, Oregon, this is Eric Seligman, your host. And now, on to the math. Math Mutation 47, an unusual lottery. Today we're going to talk about a very strange type of lottery, known as the Luring Lottery, which originally appeared in one of Douglas Hofstetter's Metamagical Themas articles in Scientific American in the early 1980s. Here's how it worked. This lottery has up to a $1 million prize, and you can send in as many entries as you want. In fact, to save time, you can just send in a postcard with the number of entries on it, and you've entered that many times. But there's a big catch. The total prize will be $1 million divided by the number of entries received. So if two people each enter once, and that's it, the winning name drawn will win $500,000. But if 1 million people each send in an entry, the winner will get only $1. So what is the best way to play this lottery? One naive strategy is that maybe you should just send in one entry. That way, if everybody does it, everybody has an equal chance to win, and the prize isn't diluted that much. But suppose Scientific American has 10,000 readers who read about the lottery. If they all do that, the million-dollar prize will become a mere $100, not a very exciting victory for the winner. Is there a better way? Well, thinking about it, the best possible outcome is probably for somebody to become a millionaire. To do that, there would need to be only one entry. But if everyone cooperates, that can be arranged. Everyone can decide to run a random number generator on their computer that generates a number between one and the total number of expected participants, and they will send in an entry if and only if the number picked was one. Of course, there is a chance that a few people or no people might enter due to random luck from the independent number generators, but for the moment, let's ignore that statistical complication. The expectation is that one reader would then win, just as in the everyone sends an entry scenario, but this reader would get a million dollars. The monkey wrench in this idea is that pesky concept of human nature. Suppose, being a good guy, you decide to follow the rule we just stated, and your computer generates the number 2. Pretty close, you might rationalize, and if I also send in an entry, I have a 50-50 chance of winning $500,000, assuming everyone else cooperates. Of course, you can see the slippery slope here. If one person does this, it's true, but then if you reason that everyone else will think the same way, you need to send in two or three or a hundred entries in order to ensure you still have a chance with all those cheaters around. In the end, you need a lot of willpower and moral stamina to remain a true cooperator and help achieve the best overall result, despite the fact that it may lead to a locally less than optimal result for yourself. If you're philosophically inclined, you can think of a lot of less artificial real-life situations where people face similar dilemmas. I find the actual results of Hofstadter's lottery especially amusing. Many of his readers were cynical enough to believe that it was nearly 100% certain that there would be enough non-cooperators to reduce the effective prize to zero, so a large number of them reinterpreted the real prize to be that their winning name would appear in Hofstadter's column. Thus, everyone competed to send in a number so large that the other entries would be dwarfed, and they would be almost certain to win. There were nine Googles, 14 Googleplexes, postcards crammed with strange notations and tiny fonts, and pages and pages of supplemental formulas and definitions. In the end, even this elusive name-in-print prize was lost because the referees gave up on ever being able to interpret the entries well enough to actually carry out the drawing. As for the prize money, needless to say, it would have been so infinitesimally small that no bank would have been capable of issuing a check for it anyway. And this has been your Math Mutation for today.